And I had to start again Just my children and my wife Thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say. Proud to be an American, who at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. To be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget The men who died Who gave their rights to me And I gladly stand up Next to you And defend her still today But there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless Happy 4th of July. Can you believe it? We're there again already. The year's halfway over and we're taking the day to celebrate the independence of our nation. We, uh, we are in a very interesting space right now in our country as far as politics go. And today is going to be kind of a first 4th of July for a lot of us because we're going to be doing things differently in our country than we ever have done before. Um, I think we, uh, some of us anticipated this to happen even though through the months we have heard there would not be a parade because our military was so against it. But some of us anticipated that when the Donnie wants something, the Donnie gets something. 
no matter what has to be done in order for him to get what he wants, he's going to do it. So today, for the first time, we will have a military parade in our nation's capital. Um, <clears throat> hopefully the streets are good enough. Nothing sinks. We, uh, as we move on towards 4th of July today, I'm doing this, this radio show just a little differently, and we should all be grateful it's radio because I'm literally sitting here in my, red, my American flag bikini, working from home, talking about politics. This is why America is absolutely great. There's a lot of good things going on in our country every single day, and while I know a lot of us are a little frustrated because we're not necessarily seeing everything we want to see, I, I know I'm not the only person who's crying their eyes out as a result of the debates this last week, and I know it's not just because I wanted to be there. It's because we really do still have a far way to go. Donors are holding back because they haven't seen what they're looking for yet on a TV, on a TV screen. They haven't seen something that has convinced them that they're going to have the personality necessary to defeat Donald Trump. And I, I don't blame them. There's a lot of things I like about the mainstream politicians who are getting all of the attention in order to, to get on the polls so that they can participate. But there's a, a lot of us out there who are still strumming along, fighting the good fight, doing everything we can to break through the noise and get some attention too. It's important to remember that there's over 700 people who have who filed the paperwork to run for president of the United States. Now, while the mainstream media and the Democratic Party is only giving us 20 to choose from, and, and honestly, that, that is plenty, we're still just not happy with the main choices that we have. And so if you, like me and many other people, are still looking for something new and hot and exciting to get their attention, I'm calling you. You're what I consider the hot voters. You didn't show up for Hillary. Obama or Trump. You're hot. It's not just because you're good looking or you're angry. It's because you know that what you're seeing right now isn't the best that we can produce. And you know that there's got to be something else out there. And I'm here to introduce myself to you. My name is Charmin Smith. Charmin, just like the toilet paper, only with an S. I'm smarter, I'm stronger, I smell better than the TP, and I will clean up D.C. We don't need just any old TP and D.C. Trump, Pence, Trump, Putin, it just spreads the mess around. We're, it is time for something more durable and reliable in D.C., and that is why I believe we need Charmin, and I, that is why I am running for president in 2020. Now, I launched a write-in campaign for president in 2016, and while it was unsuccessful, it was still very educational. And as I sit here today in my, in my home, in my American flag bikini, prepping for another fantastic 4th of July celebration, I can't help but dream of all the good and potential that, that exists within our country that has always been there. And, and deserves to be put on display and for all the reasons that it's good. And I, and I want to take a moment now to really send out a thank you to our active duty military and troops who have put themselves in harm's way, especially on Independence Day. They're all over the world. Things are very conflicted right now. And the, the choice that our active duty military members have made for the safety and protection of our country should not be lost on any of us. It is a, a beautiful tribute that they make and a sacrifice that they make for our fellow citizens and for the ideals that our country was founded on.
So I do want to take a moment to thank them, our brothers and sisters, our men and women uh, of our armed forces and our military, our National Guards, Coast Guard, also the the former military who got out and became contractors and are still over there fighting for our safety and security. We have Americans and and citizens alike all over the country and the world doing everything they can to advance democracy and show the world the beauty of America. And today is absolutely one of the most beautiful days in our country and our country's history. And it's something that brings us most of us together to fight for and celebrate the amazing country that we live in. Now, there's, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We, we have our issues. Everybody does. We're a big family. We're a dysfunctional family, but we are a fun family. And now more than ever is a great time for us all to remember that there's more that unites us than divides us. There's more and we have more in common with each other than we realize. And if we can just have a nice conversation with each other, we'll find it out. I've even had the opportunities to have some um, some healthy debates with people who don't necessarily see eye to eye. And we were always able to laugh and come together and, and find some common ground. Even if we agreed to disagree, we could do it. We could do it peacefully and respectfully. And I still see that today. It is, it is something that has always been good in our country. It is something that still exists. And as we continue to move forward and learn how to communicate with each other about politics and religion and all these complicated subjects that we have, have, that have been too taboo for us to talk about for, for decades, now, as we move forward discussing it, I am so proud of our nation and my fellow citizens and the people who, who are here, whether they're citizens or not, and they're still trying to advance and have positive conversations with people and for the ideals that America was founded on. This is a beautiful country. It is a great time for us and our nation. Even with all the challenges that are taking place, I still see positive improvement worldwide. Uh, Trump was in North Korea recently, and it is nice to see that we're trying to get along with our, our, our fellow world leaders. We have some debacles taking place in Iran right now, and we know that that is going to be tense. And as the as, as we continue to look at the potential for war in the Middle East, I, I know that within all of us there is an opportunity to find compromise and to support each other whenever we can. And as we continue to work together, it's important to remember that our, our, our voting population, our citizens, are the ones who are responsible for electing our officials. And while we may not always agree with each other, we're all still here for the same purpose, and that is um, to be Americans. We're the greatest union that was ever created. Um, it is simply time for us to start working like a union. The, the United States of America, it, while we are a uh, capitalist society, our workforce and our nation was built on the model of a union. And our human capital is truly the most valuable asset that we have. I see it every day in our country. I see the unlimited potential in the humans that um, live here and work here and raise their children and enjoy beautiful holidays. And today's 
as we as we move forward today and we, we think about all the things that the Fourth of July is good for. It's celebrating our nation, it's celebrating family, it's celebrating our heroes who have for centuries worked to make our nation a better place, to make us a, a force of respect within the world, to grow and spread democracy. We are we're very fortunate to have the foundation and the nation that we have. We're fortunate to be Americans. And and I know that our reputation throughout the world is constantly changing and evolving, but the spirit of the American people will never be changed. And it, it won't ever be to the point where Americans give up trying. We are not Americans. We're Americans, and we will always continue to try to solve and resolve our issues and come together for the better of humanity. I, I truly, truly believe that with everything that is in me. As we look forward and, and we move into this next political season and we start talking about the debates in Iowa is on everyone's mind and all of the politicians who are desperately trying to earn your vote and earn your support it's important to keep looking and reaching and searching to see if there's anybody else out there that gives you interest. There have been, as I said earlier, over 700 presidential candidates. And if you, if you look, whether it be on the FEC or you research their websites, I assure you, you can find somebody who you believe in and that you believe can make a difference. I would like to advise you to search and look for my website, check me out, check out my policies from um, my number one issue, which is the death penalty for pedophiles, to the ways we resolve health care and unite our country behind the important causes like improving our education system. And we can still have the greatest military and the strongest military in the world and have the greatest education system and the most educated citizens on the planet. I truly believe that. And I truly believe that we make more than enough money in this country to pay for everything we need. The idea that we have to cut from one place to pay for another simply because we can't come up with the money and we can't collect it from the people who we need to collect it from. It, it really, it doesn't work for me. As, and, and I should tell you that as a former bill collector, I learned very early on that you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. And it's not about whether or not somebody has the money. It's about whether or not you can separate them from it, which is absolutely the issue that we see with the 1% and the way the tax code has been written to benefit large corporations and extremely wealthy so that they don't actually pay anything into the system. It's not about whether or not they have it. It's about whether or not the federal government can separate them from it. And they have shown the federal government that they are very good at keeping their own money. I, I, one of my favorite phrases that I hear as, we move, as, as Trump has come out has been, drain the swamp. I'm sure we're all very familiar with it. And when we come back, I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about how exactly a swamp is created and how you drain it. We're going to be going to break here now and we'll be back in just a few minutes
Happy 4th of July, everyone. Thanks for staying with me. This is Sharman Smith here with you from Taming the Titta, the author of the book that is a much better read post-election than it was when it was written pre-election and published in January of 2015. If you want to know how to drain a swamp, the perfect explanation is in Chapter 21, but I want to take a few minutes to talk about it because on 4th of July, I often find myself thinking about taxation without representation and the Boston Tea Party and then that gets us into trickle-down economics and where does the money come from and how do we pay for this and how do we pay for that and a lot of us get stuck in a vicious cycle where we can't actually get out of the problem and that's where I see us today. Most of us across our nation find ourselves Understanding we have a swamp, we have a rigged system, we have a nightmare mess that is going to be practically impossible to clean up. But before we can drain a swamp, we have to first understand where the swamp was created and where it came from. And I hear a lot of politicians talking about the tiered tax system that we have and how we correct it. And they want to talk about the good old days back when uh, the wealthy were being charged 80% on a portion of their income, and that's how we funded most of our nation and our progress, and we should go back to those days. But I'd like to share my perspective on this, and it's just an opinion. We all know what opinions are. Everybody's got one. Some are just bigger than others. This is just mine. I think we landed in this swamp that we're in today because we were charging the extremely wealthy 80% of of taxes on their income. And they quickly realized it was cheaper to buy a politician than it was to pay their taxes. And now we're in this situation with loopholes and write-offs and losses and deductions so that even our president, who's a billionaire, can be a billionaire loser. They've just figured out how to work the system so that they benefit from it. And that's often the problem in extremely progressive societies. Someone figures out how to work the system to their benefit, and then they trick the system. And then they manipulate the system so that it works in their favor. And maybe a couple of their friends get in on it. But for the most part, the 99% of us suffer. The 99% of us don't have a clue how to trick and manipulate the system, and we're stuck paying for whatever it is the really creative people have given us. And it's created a swamp. It's created a big, nasty, dangerous swamp, and most people can't survive it. And in order to drain it, now that we know how it's created, we got to figure out how we poke holes in it. I used a Duck Dynasty reference in my book to explain the importance of income fluidity. I I promise to talk about that. It's chapter 21. And it sounds so much better to just drain a swamp than it is to break down how a swamp was created. But this tax mess that we're in has managed to create a dam. If you think about you know, just a, a wonderful river flowing and then suddenly everything downhill dries up. That's what happened in Duck Dynasty. They went to go visit a portion of land they never see. and They only keep it for hunting purposes. And hunting season was coming, and they decided to go check it out. And they got there and found a swamp, found it underwater. They turned around and went back downstream and decided to find, and they found the dry riverbed. And then they decided to get out and walk up the riverbed. riverbed. And sure enough, what they found is a beaver 
had boarded up the riverbed and dammed up all the money for themselves. And the beaver and a couple of their friends were having a really good time. But everything downstream had dried up from just a little bitty trickle of water that was coming out of the dam. Now, Phil and Cy knew exactly how to solve their beaver problem. And it's easy. You catch a couple of beavers, you blow up a dam, the water moves again. It's real simple when you're dealing with a swamp. It's not so simple when you're dealing with humans and businesses and corporations that are bigger than some countries because people have power. And at that money, at that level of money, anything is possible. So that's why we have this situation where some people know how to trick and manipulate the system. And some of us have just accepted that that's the way it's going to be. It's not fair, it's not equitable, it's not reasonable. That's just the way it's going to be. And I think the only way that we correct this issue is by leveling the playing field. I'm not a fan of the tiered tax system. I am a fan of a flat tax system. 10% for all, no write-offs, no deductions. I think it's really important to remember that during this last tax plan, the topic of conversation came up for removing the write-off for housing interest. And that is a write-off that is available, that is used most commonly by the 99%. They impacted our kid write-off. They impacted our child care write-off. And now they're talking about taking away our mortgage credit write-off. They obviously, this, this special group of people obviously does not care about providing write-offs and loopholes to the 99%. But they have no problem providing themselves with write-offs and loopholes so that they can collect the money that we pay into the government. That's how taxes work. We have to pay in 25%. They write everything off and get refunds. So we're literally paying them. The only way to drain this swamp, to poke holes in this dam, is to even is to level the playing field in regards to the percentage of taxes that everyone needs to pay. This idea that some people don't have to pay it because they don't make enough. If we raise the wages, everyone will make enough money to pay taxes. That's the second way. You, post, you poke a hole in the beaver's dam to drain the swamp. Money and taxes are what create the swamp. And as long as a couple of beavers can figure out how to dam up all the money for themselves so that they can become the 1% and they just trickle a couple of bucks down to us and drop some change in our cups, they think we'll be happy. And that is how we have gotten into the situation that we're in now. And it is not, it's not functioning. It's not logical. As a former bill collector, I spent a lot of time on the phone with people from all walks of life because things happen. You know, money gets missed, bank accounts get compromised, something gets forgotten, things happen. Most people are responsible. Most, most borrowers and debtors are responsible with their money and they're not looking to do things deceitfully. There's usually a qualifying event that causes people to fall onto a hardship. But this idea that <clears throat> you can't, you, you, as, a, as a bill collector, I spent a lot of time looking at people's budgets, 
talking to them about how much money they brought in, how much money they went out, they, they paid out. This idea that a very small portion of our population should control the bulk of our money is preventing the growth of our, of our country. It's preventing the, the growth of our citizens. We're literally starving our programs to the point where we can't afford to pay for our basic necessities. Our, our roads are crumbling. We all know this stuff. Our schools are a nightmare. We have to find a way to collect more money. We have to find a way to do it quickly. And the way that works really is it, it is two-pronged. It is taxes and wages. Once we improve wages so that everybody pays taxes, once we take away the cap so that no matter how much you make, you're still paying taxes on it. Once we do that, our budget easily and quickly balances itself out. Now, I don't want to talk to you or can try to convince you that we need to be debt free. I don't think there will ever be a time in our country where we need to, where we will be debt-free. I'm looking for a way for us to balance our budget so that we have a healthy amount of debt and we can accurately calculate our income. As a mortgage underwriter, I, I didn't just look at people's budget. I looked at their income, their assets, their credit, their collateral, their capacity to pay. And as I look at the budget from a very similar perspective, in order for us to figure out how much money we can spend, we have to first calculate how much money we earn. And the way a country earns money is through tax collection. And our tax code is set up in such a way right now, we cannot accurately calculate or anticipate what we will be making for a salary. And anybody in the country, that's, that's 99 percenters, I'm, I'm assuming the one percenters do it completely differently. But us 99 percenters know that the first thing we have to do before we figure out our bills is figure out how much money we got coming in. We can't send anything out if we don't have something coming in. But our budget doesn't seem to be functioning with that basic level of common sense. And the first thing we need to do in order to resolve this issue is level the playing field. We address the taxes, we address the income, and we poke holes in the budget. We have to get money moving freely in this country. Our economy is starving and dwindling out. People don't have jobs. They don't have money to buy stuff. We see stores closing all over the country because they can't afford to keep their retail space open because there's just not enough people buying things. Uh, restaurants closing nationwide. We are Americans. If we're not buying, it's because we're broke. If these businesses want us to buy their goods, then the businesses that provide employment are going to have to give more money. We can't have just one or two people with all the money and then a hundred people starving. That, that's not how that works. Now, this is a problem that's been around for a thousand years. This trickle-down economics has been going on for a long time, from kings and queens to the, the people who lived within their kingdoms. And for many years, this problem was solved with pitchforks and torches. But the United States of America is the greatest union ever created.
And it's not necessary for us to resolve these problems with pitchforks or torches. Though lately it does seem like they want us to resolve the problems with guns. Every time we turn around, someone's sticking a gun in your hand. They don't want you to have a pitchfork or a torch. And they certainly want you to go to work for 50 cents an hour because they don't want to pay a minimum wage. We have to, if you've seen the movie, The the Kingsman, there is a a gruesome scene at the very end. um, And it does feel some days like the very wealthy and the powers that be would prefer we all just um, fought each other and came to a, a gruesome end so they didn't have to deal with us. I don't think that's the solution to any of our problems. I think we can solve these problems politely with a vote and some common courtesy and some decent conversation. But what I continue to see is people who don't want to have a a vote. They don't even want to talk about this. I see politicians are putting up bills saying, even if you vote on it, we're not going to raise the wages. (laughs) That's not how the system works. And what I see is a lot of politicians who actually think that's okay, that they can create rules that go against our constitutional rights, that go against our our rights as citizens, and it is time for us to get rid of those politicians. And and I see people all over the country, and I talk to people all over the country who tell me, gosh, we need term limits. I really dislike these politicians. I always wanted to run, but I'm just not sure. And I'm telling you, if you have something deep inside of you that is calling you and is telling you that you have a you you this is your purpose this is your dream it it tickles your heart it it speaks to your soul and this is something that is coming to you for a reason you have a gift inside of you and it is time for you to come forward if this isn't just about me and my campaign and my desire to try to make a difference in the world until i find and help other people to come along with me and so if you're interested in running for politics please reach out to me at charmansmith.com let's talk let's collaborate let's work together you can help me out on my campaign i can help motivate you and push you towards your own policy your own campaign and help support each other along the way i'm going to be leaving here for a break for just a few minutes and when i come back we're going to talk a little bit more about the things going on in our country and how we can all step up and come together to make a difference for all of our citizens and ourselves and make a better world for all.
doesn't matter how it's played. You can keep it traditional. You can slow it down. You can speed it up. You can take it to church. It puts a tear in my eye every time. Ah, oh, our Star Spangled Banner. It's fascinating to me, the history of our country and how long we've been together and the transitions and the changes that we've made. Change is painful, but change is good. And I'm confident that when we come through everything we're going through now, we'll be stronger than we ever were before. I truly believe that there's nothing so wrong with this country that it can't be corrected with a little common sense and compassion. I refuse to believe we don't make more than enough money in this country to pay for everything we need. And I don't just mean everything and we're going to have the greatest military that ever existed. I mean, doubling teachers' salaries. I mean, handling our medical care for all of our citizens. And that doesn't just include medical benefits. I'm talking about vision and dental and hearing and chiropractic as well, because there is so many, there have believe we make more than enough money in this country to pay for everything we need. Good roads, good homes, good jobs, good families, smart, well-educated, strong population who can step up at any time to help run their country and make, make our country and our world a better place. And as I continue to talk about listening to your own inner voice, because I know when I went on this mission and I decided to, to jump into this this process of running for office and getting into politics and, and sharing my perspective, I know it was intimidating and it was scary. And, and there's a lot of courses out there and there's a lot of things that you can do. But until you rip the Band-Aid off and start doing them, it really is just a dream. And But there is nothing more exciting than following a dream. And yes, you're going to have to ask for money. You're going to have to get donations because you're not ever going to be able to fund this dream on your own. But it's the most fulfilling dream I I have ever followed. This this. This process, this getting out and discussing and talking to people and, and sharing my views, writing the book is one thing, but talking about ways that we can use real solutions that are applicable to everyday scenarios and problems that we're facing right now, it, it, it is a fulfillment that shines with a light that comes straight through you that you, you can't avoid and nobody can ignore it. I, I can't tell you how often I meet people and they tell me that I'm such a light and they, they can feel my energy and how exciting that is. And, and I have helped so many people through this process pursue their dreams because for me, it's not just about pursuing my dreams. It's about helping everybody else with theirs too. When, when one person does better, we all do better. And I love to share my tips and tricks for things that I've learned along the way and some of the connections that I've made. And I would absolutely tell you the most important thing you can do right now is update your LinkedIn profile because you may not realize it, but that is a better marketing tool than you realize. Yeah, you also are going to need a web page, and I'd like to take this opportunity to direct you to mine. You can find me at charminsmith.com, and that's Charmin, S-H-A-R-M-I-N, just like the toilet paper, only with an S. You can get a copy of my book, Taming the Tida, T-I-D-A, on Amazon or Walmart, Target, any online retailer 
where you can order a book, you can find mine. Um, I want you to get ready for my next two books in this Change the World series. Uh, the next one, which I'm working on right now, book two, A Midsummer's Nightmare. It will be out before Christmas, and I look forward to telling you more about it because it has been a, an interesting experience with my book, Taming the Titta. It was just a fun little fictional story about politics, religion, and a reality TV show and a way to you know, live out my dream fantasy of becoming president and changing the world. And the book is a much better read post-election than it was pre-election. I have always had a reputation for knowing things I couldn't possibly know, and, and the book is 400 pages of proof. So as I continue to purge and write the things that are coming in the next two books, I find it fascinating the way certain things come out on paper, and I look forward to seeing how it plays out in reality. There, there, the, the idea that you just start running for politics and you start going after something like as big as this it doesn't just happen overnight. It takes a long time to build an audience and build a support group and a network and and to be heard and be believed that you're authentic. And and but the greatest part is is that this is America and anything is possible and anyone can be president. Yeah, yeah. There's a genetic connection. But the good part is is that through the years the tree split so many times and there's so many branches. There's thousands of us out there and we don't even realize it. So if somewhere within you, there is a calling that bubbles up every day and tells you, you should be participating. I'm here to tell you to listen to that voice and you should be participating. You can find me on Facebook at Charmin Smith for President 2020. You can find me at Taming the Titta on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Taming the Titta and at Sharman Smith for President. I promise if you have this urge, this desire, this crazy voice bubbling up inside of you telling you, you should be running, you should be participating, you should be trying, then I want to hear from you. Let's work together. Let's talk about your dream and let's see what we can do to help you fulfill it. Maybe it's not this cycle. Maybe it's several election cycles down the road. The thing that I want to very clearly express to you is that this this little voice, this dream bubbled up in me years ago, and it never went away. And it hasn't mattered through the years how many things have changed in my life, how many dreams I've pursued, how many different directions I've gone, how many books or careers. This little voice is always there in the back of my head, forcing me to think about politics and how we handle this and how could we twist that and how could we manipulate this to make it work. And I often find myself coming to compromises, not necessarily because I like it, but because I think it will work. And if you're one of those people, the universe is calling you for a reason. We need you. Now, as we move into this time where our political system is breaking and it it looks like it's going to have to break in order to be built back up again and there's so many of us out there with a painful story where we had to hit rock bottom before we could go to where we truly belonged 
And I, I see that for our country. We have so much potential. We are such an amazing nation. We're not perfect. We all have areas that we can improve. But if you've traveled outside the country and you've come back home, then you know how grateful we are to have everything that we have. And if we can share our vision and our success with other countries, we absolutely should. But it should be because they want us to share our experience and our knowledge with them. As we continue to move forward into this into this Fourth of July weekend and this holiday this holiday weekend today, a lot of people are going to be having barbecues, and hopefully, all of us will see some fireworks tonight. But also, as we move forward into what's remaining for this summer, if you have that voice that's inside of you, that that patriot, that inner politician who constantly sees a problem but manages to find a, a workaround or a solution, then I want to call you directly because your voice is needed. Your heart is necessary. Your soul is being called and the world needs you. This isn't just about me. It isn't about Biden or Kamala or even Trump anymore. This is about all of us out there who think we can make a difference and it is time for us to start participating in the process. Again, there's nothing so wrong with this country that it can't be corrected with a little common sense and compassion. Yes, we've gone through years where people believe that the only way you could be successful was with a fancy college degree and we're finally starting to snap out of that and see the worth and the value in the, the citizens in our country who have been working and paying taxes and being productive members of our communities for years. They deserve our respect. They deserve our appreciation. And quite frankly, we need those smart, capable, independent, common sense people stepping up to participate in politics, to run, to run for office, for local offices, for county boards, for every position possible. If, the, if that voice is coming up in you, maybe it's not now that you want to do it. Maybe you just want to help a friend who's moving forward and you're just collecting information so that when your time comes, you know exactly how to do it. And that's what we're here for. That's where the change comes from. And I see it all across the country. How many new hundreds of people ran for office this election, this last election season when they never had before? It's going to continue. It, it wasn't just a little wave that has already passed us. If this is bubbling up in you, let the volcano blow. The world is waiting on you. My name is Sharman Smith. I'm the author of the book, Taming the Titta. You can find it on Amazon. Thank you for listening here today on the radio show this week. I've enjoyed all of your presence. I can feel your energy through the waves. The world is getting ready to shift into a new dimension, to a new direction. And we together can accomplish anything. I truly believe it. And as we continue to move forward, I want you to lift your head high and hold your heart and know that there isn't anything so wrong with this country. We really can solve our problems. I continue to meet people every day who are looking for compromise. They're ready for compassion. They're ready to put the anger and the hostility aside. And if that's you, I want you to find me. And you can find me at SharmanSmith.com. Also, you can find me on Act Blue. 
You can go to Act Blue and search Charmin Smith. I, sh I promise you I am the only Charmin running for president this election season. And I look forward to speaking with you and hearing from you again very soon. Have a good day. Goodbye.